I'm Shannon Paradis, the host of Learn, Laugh, Leap, and my guest today is Matt Anderson, the founder of The Infantry, which is based right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks for joining me, Matt. Yeah, thanks for having me, Shannon. Of course. So let's dig into your brand and share this awesome idea with our listeners. What is The Infantry and why did you start this business? Yeah, The Infantry is a health and wellness organization. It's designed to help men become more well-rounded and capable in the areas of faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun. Um, Yeah, the the five Fs. I call them the five... I call them the five tools, but yeah, the five Fs. And so, yeah, just ultimately creating better husbands, fathers, sons, community leaders, business leaders. The idea is to help guys reach their potential. The idea behind it, well, it actually came to me one morning on a run. It was almost like God kind of downloaded the idea into my head. It was probably right after COVID became real. So March, April of last year. I just kind of sat on it and thought about it. And towards the end of 2020, I was listening to another podcast and somebody had asked a question like, do you have any advice if you want to start a business? His advice was pretty simple. He was like, just take the first step. What was the name of the podcast that you were listening to? Do you remember? Yeah. So it's called Order of Man. And it's actually been a pretty big influence on kind of what I'm doing with the infantry as well. It's hosted by a guy named Ryan Mickler. And his big thing is restoring masculinity. And it's it's directed towards men. That podcast has been an inspiration to kind of what I'm trying to do as well. So after listening to this podcast, Matt started taking his first steps toward creating what is now the infantry. So I was like, okay, that's Mm -hmm. I can do that. I just wrote down the idea on a piece of paper. That was the first step. Very simple. And then the next step, I typed it out on my computer. And then the step after that, I sent it to one of my friends who I I really respect. And he's a well-rounded guy. And I really value his opinion. And he's like, yeah, I like that idea. And we kind of brainstormed. So I just started taking all these next steps and it just seemed like doors were opening. So I just walked through them and I reached out to my friend Brandy and she made a logo. The elephant in the room. I'm a female. I want to support this idea. I think it's very cool. Why did you elect to have it specifically for men? I'm not like an expert on like a lot of the stuff we're doing by any means. I'm just an average man. And so... I can relate to men. I know there's a ton of other organizations and podcasts and stuff directed towards women, but that's just not, I don't know that side of it. And I don't think, I mean, some of the stuff that we're going to be doing in the infantry definitely could be directed towards women. I have an amazing, talented wife who would probably be able to lead women a lot better than I could. And some of the stuff we're doing, you know, we're going to have like some husband, wife or significant other events. We're going to have some like father, father, daughter type stuff. And I guess I just can relate more to my point of view. Of course. And I think part of what we're doing too is, you know, we want to improve um, marriages when men become stronger, more well-rounded, more capable, it's going to benefit the women in their life and the the daughters in their life. But it's basically what I know. And I, I don't think there's a lot of women that would, I, I could give it good advice to, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I think there's something to the partner events, you know, as the infantry takes off. It's an awesome idea in general to have for both sexes. Okay, I'm going to stop grilling him now, which is really not what I was trying to do, I swear. I just thought the sharpening events that Matt had planned were really cool, and I could see myself wanting to try some of these things out. But I'm getting sidetracked here, so let's get into some of the events that the infantry has planned. So when you go to one of these sharpening events, as you call them, you can expect to see all five of those tools in some form or another? I mean, that's the goal. A lot of those kind of cross over, but these events that we're ha- we'll be having, for instance, we're having a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu 101 class. And that's, I mean, that can go in the fitness category. That can go in the fun category. It could go in the family category. I bring my little boys over to Akaji Jiu-Jitsu. It's in Bloomington. A lot of them kind of cross over. So like we're doing that event for guys to try out Jiu-Jitsu. I was in there last Saturday. It was way out of my comfort zone and I'm new to it. So I've been trying out some classes and uh, I got paired up with this guy, a big guy, another, his name's Matt. He's like, I don't know, six, two, six, three. I think he said he weighed like 380 pounds. So it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like, okay, how am I going to figure out this puzzle? Like (laughs) I usually wake up in the morning. First thing I do is either go for a run or go to the gym. You just don't get that type of workout at the gym or going for a run. It's like, yeah, this is a next level exercise. Yeah. You don't have the weights, pushing, pulling, twisting, grabbing all their body weight. It's just a whole different concept altogether. The place that you're going, is this the same one that is hosting the class? Yeah. So it's, in Bloomington. I think it's July 15th. It's just a free Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu 101 class where you can come and just get to know the the instructors. The guy who runs it, his name's Topper and he's like a black belt. Oh my gosh. And um, his wife works there as well and she's a blue belt. I met with him and we just talked and hit it off right away and his philosophies on what he's doing over there and, and what I'm trying to do with the infantry really lined up really well and we got a lot of the same out looks on things. You have men and women in the class we're at just from all different walks of life, mm-hmm. all different shapes, sizes, backgrounds. It's like this hodgepodge of people and they're all coming together and just trying to better themselves. I don't know. It was just so cool and unique and different. I just think it's such an underrated martial art and sport that if people just tried it and got in there, they might, I think a lot of people would be surprised how, uh, how much they'd like it. So yes, I have no belts. No experience in jujitsu. So you have a Memorial Day boot camp. Is that your first event? So coming up soon, we're going to be starting a, it's just a Zoom Bible study every Friday. That's a virtual one. But yeah, the first one I have set up is for Memorial Day, just like a boot camp style outdoor. I live in Elko Newmarket and we're doing it at the Anytime Fitness that I go to. And there's some tractor tires. There's some, there's a sledgehammer. There's a sled, a wheelbarrow, and we'll go probably rain or shine and get outside and do like a group workout. And that's the first one on Memorial Day. So it's that sounds intense. Yeah, yeah. We've we've tried it a couple times and it's been really fun so far. It's fun. It's different. It just mixes it up and it gets you together in that group fitness setting and push each other. So will that boot camp be a recurring thing? 
Yeah, I think so. We've been doing a few already and there seems to be some pretty good interest in that. We've had women come to those events too. And so um, it's not like man only, we're not super strict on stuff like that. But yeah, that could potentially be a recurring thing that we do. Are these events free for people that are part of or members of the infantry? It's free to sign up for the infantry. You just go to on our website, theinfantry.org, and you can sign up and become a member just by simply putting in your email address. And then some of the events are going to be free. And then some of them, there'll be a cost associated with them. It just depends on the event. But once you sign up, you'll get a weekly tactical tip, which is just a simple, practical self-improvement idea that you can implement into your life. In that email will be a list of the upcoming sharpening events that we have. I like the tactical tip idea. That's very cool. The personal preservation course with former federal agent Joe Bizzotti Let's talk about that. Yeah, I'm super excited about that one. When I was kind of looking for event ideas, I was like, we should do like like a self-defense class. It's one of those things where it's like, you hope you never need it, but you're glad you have it. So I was just looking for a guy who could teach you some basic self-defense skills. I coached my son in hockey and one of the kids on his team, his dad's a local law enforcement guy. And they gave me the name of this guy who trains the law enforcement community. And so I reached out to him. I actually sat down and had lunch with him. So he's like next level. I wasn't prepared for what he has to offer. He's just retired as a senior federal agent. He's worked all over the world in counterterrorism. He's like a guy out of a book and you'd be like, yeah, right. These guys don't exist. And so I'm sitting there having lunch with him and he's, I think he retired in 2020. And then he started a company called Horse Security Minnesota. And I have a link on my website to his company, but they train hand-to-hand combat, firearm stuff. They do some really high-level stuff. And he agreed to host a class. It's going to be in August. And it's actually the four Thursdays in August. It's like two and a half, three hours per session. So you're getting like, you'll be getting like 11 to 12 hours of training. But the stuff that he's going to be covering, situational awareness, high line, low line. He's naming up stuff that I don't even know (laughs) what it means. But I'm like, that sounds pretty awesome. I'm super excited for that one. And there's a 20 person limit on that. Have people already signed up for it? I haven't officially launched the website and started promoting it that much yet, but I've had a, a little bit of a soft opening. So I've just mentioned it to some friends. And so I've already had, yeah, we've had a few people sign up. So I have a feeling as soon as you put this out there, it's going to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm super excited. It's going to be in Prior Lake at my friend's hobby farm. So we have a barn and then like a big outdoor area. Weather permitting, it'll probably be an outdoor thing on on his land. I'm going as Shane Paradis dressing up like a dude. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to be like really strict. If a woman really wanted to join a class like that, you're totally welcome. I I don't think I don't think anybody sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that you would potentially be interested in this, it's not on the website yet. I think it's going to be in the fall. It's going to be called Date Night at the Dojo. It's going to be at the jujitsu gym taught by Topper and his wife. So you bring your significant other and it's a date night where you're going to be learning self-defense and some other stuff. That's That's another one that I think will be really fun. I'm excited about that one. So 
The only exposure, I've had one self-defense class. This instructor was really interesting. I wanted to talk to him after the class and ask if he had ever actually had to defend himself in a real life situation. And he said, you know, that's why it's important to consistently take these classes because it's not instinctual for you to do one of these moves, right? If someone were to approach you or attack you. So you have to keep up on it and polish and practice it or else it's not going to come as quickly as you would probably like it to. There was a story this instructor told. I think he was on a cruise ship or something. And he said he noticed a guy out of the corner of his eye that looked suspicious. So the instructor was on higher alert. And then an hour or so later, he felt a tug at his back pocket and grabbed for this guy's throat behind him without looking back. It was like his ninja senses kicked in and he threw this thief onto his back. He was like, that's the kind of stuff where that training comes in really handy. He pickpocketed the wrong guy. I'm like, yes, I need to know how to do that. Yeah. The cool thing with the jujitsu gym with Topper, they'll teach you techniques. And obviously the more you invest in it, the better you're going to get and the more natural that'll feel. But he also implements that type of stuff. He'll say, okay, this is an arm bar or whatever. And then he'll say, this is how this could potentially apply in real life. Like if there was a street fight or an altercation in the real world, this is what a guy's going to do. Or a guy at a bar who's a drunk guy or whatever is going to come like this. You know, he like applies those. <laughs> and I think with the personal preservation class, that was one of the things Joe talked about is he's going to be teaching like situational awareness. Even when we sat down in the restaurant, I was like, would this be a place you would normally sit? And he's like, well, no, I would actually have my, I'd be facing the door. Or he's like, I'm not paranoid about it, but I just put myself in the best position tactically possible, which, right. you know, the everyday average person probably doesn't think about that too much. And it's just with the world we live in, stuff like that could potentially come in really handy. Have you read Jesse Itzler's book, Living with a Seal? I have not read that one. Which is surprising because I feel like I've read every Navy SEAL book. I know that you you have Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins on your book list, which we'll get to. The SEAL that Jesse Itzler lives with is David Goggins. It's hilarious. He writes about how they go out for runs and David will wake him up at 3 a.m., And he'll say, okay, we're going for 10 miles or we're going for 15 or whatever. And he just has to be on the ball. In the middle of a run, David swipes Jesse to the side of the road. And he's like, what'd you do that for? And then a tree falls right behind them. And Jesse's like, he saved my life. I had no idea that this tree was going to fall. And David is so on hyper alert that he just hears these things. And knows everything oh, wow. that's going on around him. Yeah. David Goggins. He's a, he's a machine. Different level. I run the Twin Cities Marathon every year. Usually like the day before the marathon, I'll listen to like a David Goggins podcast. And because I know inevitably. Get you motivated. I, yeah. Inevitably, I'm going to like start feeling some pain and start feeling sorry for myself. And I just hear that little voice of Goggins in the back of my head at that point. And his, his big motto is stay hard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We talked about the tactical tips and you have that section on your website. So everything that you email out, will that also be posted then on the website? Yeah, there's a section on the website for all the tactical tips. So I'll send out that weekly email and then I'll post that on the site. Give us some examples of your monthly challenges and what the goal is there. 
Yeah, the monthly challenge is an idea that just actually sprang up not too long ago. Just knowing my personality of being super competitive in like everything I do and then watching my kids my daughter's pretty competitive, but my boys who are five and six are super competitive as well. And so I was like, you know, men in general, we like to compete. If I tell my boys to clean the living room, that's going to take like three hours. But I'm like, <laughs> I bet you your brother can beat you at cleaning up faster. That thing is done in like a minute. They just it's go a great nuts. way to position it. Yeah. I've found as a dad, I'm going to like make some competition out of this. They love it. And we get the house cleaned up. Um, <laughs> the thinking with the challenges was I want to give guys just an opportunity to compete. And a lot of what the monthly challenges are, I think is it's going to be guys just competing with themselves because you're going to have like a broad range of fitness levels and ages. So it's kind of hard to say whoever can do the most push-ups in a month is going to be our monthly challenge winner. The challenge will be like push-ups. For some people, literally doing one push-up is a huge win and then you know there's some guys who can rip out 100 push-ups no problem it's not necessarily like who does the most the criteria is you're doing the push-ups and then you post it on our either our twitter facebook or instagram page and you just tag the infantry on what you're doing so then i'll go through all everybody who posts and i'll pick a winner at random and we have some hats that are coming that are in manufacturing right now and then or we have t-shirts as well so they'll win something like that and basically just the purpose of it is to get them motivated to do some stuff and challenge themselves. But also I've noticed that when people post on social media, that can be a really big inspiration to others. And then hopefully it'll promote what we're doing as well at the infantry. So that's kind of the thinking behind the monthly challenges. And do you already have an Instagram or any social media pages or is that yet to come? We have them. If you go to the infantry.org on the bottom of every page on the website, there's just a link to the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram as well. I'll be looking out for your tweets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not on Twitter, <laughs> but that's good to know. I want to go back to the book list on your website, which I think is fantastic. I myself am a very avid reader and I saw a couple on your list that I have read like Extreme Ownership by Jacko Willink and Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Both authors are retired Navy SEALs. Why did all these books that you put on the list, why did they make the list? And why are you hoping that people read them? Yeah, that's a good question. I guess after I think about that list, I realized that a lot of those books just align kind of with something that we're doing with the infantry. And mm -hmm. they're just books that every time I read a good book, I take a picture of it. And I had this little list on my phone of all the books that I wanted to share with people. So then I was like, well, now I have this website. I'm just going to put them on there. And But then the more I looked at which books they were, I talk about extreme ownership. And it's a really good book on leadership. And mm -hmm. um, that's what we're trying to develop better leaders of ourselves, of our family, of our children in our communities. Can't hurt me. We talked about David Goggins. We want to push people to do hard things and stretch outside of the comfort zone. In our world, with all the comfort and technology we have, as soon as something gets hard, people are like, I'm out. They throw in the towel or right. even like kids, a lot of times they're like, but dad, that's hard. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And that's okay. 
a lot of times we think of hard as a bad thing. It was hard for you at one point to walk and talk. Everything was hard at one point. If we would have quit, we wouldn't have evolved and grown. Other books on there like The Boy Crisis and Raising a Modern Day Night are really good books on just parenting. Shaken by Tim Tebow, that's a really good faith book. Let's go back to podcasts since you said you listen to a lot of them. Are there any motivational podcasts that you could recommend to anyone either listening or that might be interested in joining the infantry? Well, I think definitely that Order of Man podcast. It's called by Ryan Mickler. Some things he talks about are pretty intense, but his big thing is just reclaiming and restoring masculinity. Does he interview people every time? Yeah, so he has actually, he's interviewed David Goggins, Jocko. He's interviewed some just really high level, high achieving guys. And then they'll have, I think he calls it Friday Field Notes, where him and his like co-host Kip, they'll take questions from Instagram from guys and they'll just have a conversation about the questions. So he's done both. Yeah, it's weird because like I remember I started following him like four or five years ago. He felt like he was my neighbor, just this average guy. He's really come a long way and his organization and movement have really grown. Well, clearly when you start talking to Jocko and Goggin, he's made it, you know? (laughs) Like those are yeah, the biggest yeah, names yeah. out there. Yeah, and it's it's been a good inspiration for what we're trying to do with the infantry. A lot of uh, similar views and and what we're doing kind of align with what he's doing with his movement as well. So, yeah, I have a lot of respect for this concept of the infantry and creating a community and a foundation. First, community has always been important, but especially after we've gone through COVID and Black Lives Matter, I mean, there's a lot of turmoil and getting rid of the kind of us versus them mentality and just making it more inclusive and working together is important. This foundation of strengthening men as individuals collectively and then pushing them to be better for their families is just a very cool idea. Thanks. Yeah, and I agree with everything you just said. I just feel like I actually try to limit the amount of social media and because every time I go on there, there's so much hate. There's so much division. Part of what we are doing or what I'd like to see done through the infantry and through your podcast and through so many ways is I I see a lot of people posting about what's wrong, what they don't like, or just complaining. And I'd like to see people step up and literally just be the change that they want to see. It looks different for everybody, but for me, it's kind of like a less talk, more action type of approach. I'm coaching my daughter's youth soccer team right now and I never played soccer in my life (laughs) don't tell the other parents that (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just I just kind of fake it until I make it and right I take that responsibility pretty serious like I want to be a good male role model for those girls who are young and impressionable I want to be that good male role model and like I coach my son's hockey team you know I choose my words carefully I speak to them in a way that I want it to be commendable and I want to be a, a good role model for them. So in whatever it looks like for, you know, anybody who's listening and like what you're doing with your podcast, I mean, what a great positive thing, just spreading health and wellness advice from all these different areas of, of life. And you have a, a, this eclectic group of 
guests who are from all different walks of life. And that's a great example. You know, whatever it is, like a lot of people like to complain about politicians. Well, let's get people running for city council or Congress or get involved in your school board or serve in your community. That's where my heart is with the infantry. I want to provide a service and I want to serve men and just try to do my part instead of talking about it or complaining about it. I just want to step up and try to do something about it. Yeah, take action, build some accountability around things that you do. And in turn, it strengthens the relationships with the people that you're surrounded by, right? A hundred percent. I mean, I, uh, what was it? April of 2019, I went on a mission trip through my church to Haiti and it was an all men trip and it was like 42 guys for a week. And it was just a really, it was an eye opener for me on just when you get a bunch of men together, we were working, getting sweaty, getting dirty, getting bloody and just hands on. And it was just a really powerful week. You know, you come back to the United States, you know, we go back to our families and our jobs and it's it's hard to replicate that. But Mm -hmm. part of what we're trying to do with some infantry events is get guys together, get hands on, get sweaty, get dirty. And a lot of men really strive in, in that type of environment. And it's really powerful. And as men, just in general, you know, we're not always great with expressing our feelings and emotions through words, but a lot of times it comes out really well in action. That's the thinking behind some of the stuff we're doing. Well, kudos to you for what you've built here. It's a very cool concept. So anyone that's interested, head over to theinfantry.org. I look forward to watching the infantry grow. I think um, it's really going to take off and fight the good fight, right? Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight is the infantry's motto, and it's based on Matt's go-to Bible verse, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Matt narrowed that down to fight the good fight. So infantry means foot soldiers. So I just thought... Um, It came to me one night and I was just thinking about the name and I thought it was really fitting. Just in our world, there's spiritual, cultural, there's these battles going on. And I just want the infantry to fight for what's right, what's good, and just be the light in the darkness and just be a group that is really representing positive things and and justice and, and good positive change. And that's kind of the story behind the name. So fight the good fight. That's our little tagline. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me and we will be in touch. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Shannon. This was awesome. Fight the good fight.